Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. What's going on, man? How you doing, Mike? I'm well, thanks. How are you? Oh, days are getting longer. Not too shabby. It's always meaning, a good thing. <laughs> meaning daylight or uh, responsibilities? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess being on the road at 4.30 this morning, pushing snow, combined with the uh, longer hours of daylight, that, that really can stretch out a day. So yeah, days are well, getting longer. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. Anytime you're up at that early, uh, it, it's, yeah, cause I'm dragging now too, and it's five o'clock, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was like. Should I grab a beer? Should I grab a coffee for this one? <laughs> well, this should give you a hint about what I did. Yeah, there you go. What you, what you got? <laughs> that's, that's 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 not a, like a Starbucks canned coffee anyway. Yeah. That uh, had a little more pop to it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this is a uh, it's new. Well, I I don't know it's new. I've never seen it before. It's another Mother Road. You're going to love the name of it. Uh, 7.2. It's uh, a hazy IPA called Limited uh, Limited Visibility. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I love it. So kind of, kind of a little hazy, a little limited. Kind of goes with plowing snow and wind and rain and hail and nonsense. Yep, exactly. I think I'm on the road still. <laughs> yeah that's that'll be tomorrow that i'll be thinking of that beer tomorrow because there's wind in the forecast so i will have limited visibility oh boy (laughs) but it doesn't have anything to do with 7.2 (laughs) percent you wish it would though (laughs) i know i know yeah that would be way way better scenario for me that's fun that's that's nice that's always new to get a try something new coming out of their uh their selections there. Yeah, man. What the, what is it that I'm you got? Crack. Well, I just wrapped up dinner, um, making dinner, and I, I was going kind of old school um, during that time with uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Oh, perfect. It's been a while. So yeah, that kind of took me back to the college days of you know that, that like kind of progressing through by like our, like senior year. Usually the the parties went from. You know, freshmen, I think we were doing like Natty Ice and like Keystone Ice, anything ice that produced a headache. <laughs> but then towards the end, it was like you, you go to a party if they if you knew there was like Sierra Nevada or like Newcastle or something for the keg there. So that kind of took me back. But right now I just cracked um, the Athletic Brewing Company. Um, I, I tracked some down while we were in Denver last Sunday. So I have their run wild IPA. What is it called? So run wild. And it's their, uh, their IPA. I grabbed actually, I grabbed uh, two different six packs and their um, their dark stout, um, is actually really good. Um, for just being non-alcoholic and stuff, but like super dark, can't see through it. And you'd swear you were just bellied up at a bar having like a milk stout. Now is um, the run wild IPA is non-alcoholic too, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is IP that th- this one, I could go for a little bit more um, hot maybe, but maybe that requires alcohol. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the brewing process. So, but it says that it contains less than 0.5. Okay. Percent. So, so you got your, you I'd... got your, your, 
alcohol content while uh, while uh, provisioning while cooking. Well, provisioning dinner, and you're you're going t- towards a, a non-alcoholic route for the for the, the podcast. I'm just strictly hydrating right now. Gotcha. With a with a a little hop to it. Well, you got, but it's good. I I strongly recommend. There it. you go. There you go, folks. You have a, uh, yep. a glowing recommendation. Uh, see, we don't <laughs> listen. We just we don't necessarily just drink alcoholic beer here. So I had my. Uh, I think when we were first starting, I had my little. Uh, stint with yep. the core is non-alcoholic which yep. was which was very very tasty and then now uh, you have the you have the athletic brewing non-alcoholic so hey folks we're not all boo we're not we don't booze all the time yeah don't don't think any less of us because we like to have beer we'll we'll hydrate with some fake beer too so <laughs> very nice we don't have problems i promise mom uh, we 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 have problems but you know but we like to air them on on the podcast because it's good to it's good to share. It's good to talk about you know our issues or insecurities, and hopefully other folks can relate and uh, realize that you know life ain't all that bad. And you're gonna have you're <laughs> gonna have problems and challenges, and you know you're gonna be able to get through them. Exactly. And you're not alone. Absolutely. We're here. We're we're here. We're 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 in your earbud. You know, over your uh, truck radio here, we're here for yeah, you. Absolutely, so. 100%. <laughs> Definitely not alone. Yeah. That helps me sleep better. <laughs> so before I texted you, I, I watched the video again and listened to the video again. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of, I'm not going to lie, man. I kind of got, I kind of got a little jazzed up, very jazzed up. And good, a good. lot of, a lot of, I, I'm not going to say a lot of notes, but there, there is, there's some just statements, I guess, comments or, or uh, nuggets, I guess you want to say that I think, uh, I, I think I want to delve into, I'm sure you had your, your own set too. So why don't you kick it yeah. off? Cause considering this was, this was your topic that you, 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 sh- you shared like, well, you shared the video and then we decided, Hey, this would probably be a pretty good thing to talk about so why don't you tee it up yeah no that was uh last week some point in time i was either i was probably most likely just on the treadmill and that's when i go down youtube rabbit holes and it's mainly to 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 watch other people suffer (laughs) what uh, that's kind of something i like to do just to pass the time just being on a treadmill you're not alone (laughs) so So you're not alone (laughs) i'm not alone yeah going right back to it i'm not alone not the only one. It could always right. be worse at the same time. So yeah, sometimes I'll pick out like some mountaineering videos of, you know, some guys just stuck on a mountain with ripping wind and, you know, being in a nice climate controlled treadmill. That's, that's all right. So, but I did come across every now and then I'll come across a, a Joe Rogan motivational speech. And this one caught my eye just with the title and it was, how to be truly happy. And that's, that's a pretty strong, strong title right there. It was like, really? I was like this, this eight minutes in eight minutes, I'm going to learn how to truly be happy. So, you know, I clicked on it, watched it. Um, yeah, definitely powerful. And I just punted it over to you, not thinking like, Hey, let's talk about this or next podcast or anything. It was just like, you know, it did something for me at that moment and kind of changed my perspective on the week. And, you know, some, sometimes a lot of times I'll, I'll just share that with people. And I figured you would, you would find appreciation in it. And you did cause you shot back a, a note right away, pretty much saying, let's, uh, let's have a topic of uh, people are fuel yeah. for the next show. So I thought that was a perfect title. So well, um, but I, I did listen to it again as well while I, it was in the background with uh, dinner. So I was making dinner and I had my, my notebook on the counter as well. Nice. I didn't get any ingredients all over it. I was pretty proud of myself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was writing and cooking and uh, sipping on a beer. So it, it was a busy hour for me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's, uh, I'm curious to see where you started it off with this. Well, I mean, oh. First, before we kick it off, we dig deep. I want to circle back to the beer comment with regards to you in your senior year drinking Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. So, 
So, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Oh. Brian Brian goes to goes from uh, Natty Ice right freshman year to Sierra Nevada. Okay, pale ale, right? I us the the derelicts in uh, the derelicts from Drexel University, and Brian knows a good good number of us, right? We yeah, and I've I've seen the uh, the crib of the derelicts. <laughs> right, we got I think we got progressively worse as the years went by as far as the quality of beer. Uh, I think I think I I think by senior year. We were drinking the Yingling Black and Tan. We didn't even go to regular Yingling. We went to the Yingling Black and Tan because they had those big bombers, those big sixteen ounce bottles. Oh yeah, yeah, the the, the returnables. Exactly, and they and that, <laughs> yeah. a case of that was like eighteen bucks back then. And that we we thought because we're used to spending high rolling. six bucks on a case, we're going three times. So just for the audience, <laughs> just. Put it in perspective. Yeah, right. Well, you saw you saw Zenos. That's where. That's where I ended my my uh, college career with Zenos. So they had twenty nine beers on tap, and then like over a hundred different bottles in this little tiny basement of a of a bar in State College. Yeah, and so that, those were the that's that was my that was my people. That was my and those were the years so. prior to the whole craft scene and all that. I'm sure there were micro brews oh, yeah. and craft beers around, but you go to win a joint like that you might your your Sierra Nevada pale ale is probably the the high falutin craft beer on tap and everything else is mostly domestic yeah. stuff like exactly yeah yeah, yeah. So it's got a light at the end so <laughs> of that of that tap handle yeah, right <laughs> right <laughs> so, so I, I, we we digress a little bit so, so no it's all right no such thing on this show so there there was <laughs> There was uh and we'll 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 share the link in in the show notes too, so you guys could absolutely dig into it because it's I mean it's an eight minute roughly an eight minute little audio video on YouTube and it, it's it's uh, you know I agree it was pretty powerful for me watching it the second time just a little while ago you know I was getting the goosebumps and I'm like damn this is pretty good stuff um, the f- initial thing I pulled out of it is the people are fuel, but as I listened to it again, there were some other things I wrote down, but just as you were talking, right? The title, how to be truly happy. And we, we've shared and talked about this before, Bri, with that whole terminology of happiness, right? Because yeah. for me, I believe being happy is great. I mean, I got a note card on my wall right now that I look at, I, I go through it every morning and one of there's one, two, three, or seven bullets. And one of them is choose to be happy, you know, make it a choice. It's our choice each day to wake up. And when I read that, I actually smile and I actually build that smile up to laughter. And it could be four o'clock in the morning, it could be six o'clock in the morning. You know, it's just, I want to start my day with that. But just like, just like Joe Rogan talks about in, you know, in the video, reality, right? Happiness is fleeting. You know, that little giggle or laugh that I have when I start my day out, you know, there's going to be something that comes along and kicks me in the teeth that knocks me back and doesn't make me happy. So I want, I I, want to start it off with, and he, he transition it, transition it, transitions it from the happiness conversation to the satisfaction, you know, the whole joy and fulfillment part. So, yeah. So, and I think, adding that adjective, I guess it's an adjective or adverb before, you know, how to be truly happy, truly, yeah. truly happy. And I mean, he, he goes into some things and I, I don't think there's really a, a magical, um, I don't think there's a magical formula for it. And I, and yeah, you could certainly choose to be happy. Uh, but I think he talked about it, you know, Hey, I'm at a nine all the time. And yeah. hell, when I see my wife, man, I'm at a 10. Yay. Yeah. Every single day. <laughs> Bullshit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I guess I want, I, I, the, how to, the foundation is there that we just built, but the one, the first question I wrote down or the first comment, which is a question, you know, he talked about, it's a management issue. You know, what is happiness? Well, it's a management issue. What, what is happiness? You know, we, we, and that, 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 the answer to that question is different for 
everybody. I think. I think it's yeah. different for well. Well, let's let's pull that back a little bit. Is it different for everybody? Because you know he listed a couple things towards. I guess it was towards the end of it, but he was talking about camaraderie, love, family, friendship, struggle, testing yourself, and learning. All all things in his mind that he believes kind of lead to happiness. And I, I, I can't disagree with that. Right. I can't disagree with that, that whole connection, that whole compassion. You know, we talked about it. I asked you that question and I asked a couple other people that question, what makes you come alive? Right. And it, and everybody that I've asked that question to thus far, it all was, was kind of a very similar answer with respect to being with those I love being around and surrounded by and with and enjoying. And you talked about it, I think a couple of weeks ago, you know, after the race, we were just hanging out. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's, that, I mean, uh, that's joy and fulfillment. That's that satisfaction. So I'll shut up now and let you kind of take it. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's perfect. Yeah. And I mean, it's those, those that are around you and that's kind of where I took things from, from that, eight minute clip um, of, you know, who's around you, but just to rewind a little bit from, from what you were saying with your, your card you have about being happy and, you know, just putting a smile on your face and that there's studies out there that have proven that. And it's, you know, going back to, to endurance events and everything. If, if you are in a lull and this doesn't have to be in a race or any kind of event, like just in a lull, if you can force yourself, I guess it would be the best way to put it, force yourself to put a smile on your face, that alone can have major effects on the rest of your attitude, almost your body chemistry. You know, it can almost like release endorphins and everything. So that simple act of not being happy and attempting to be happy you know, a starting point is just a simple smile. Fake it till you make it. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's even going back to like the wrestling days. If if you were in a third period and you were, you know, maxed out, gas, done, if you could put a smile on your face, that not only helped you out, but that also got in the mind of your opponent. Mm-hmm. Run back to the middle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Running in, running out. Yep. Yeah. yeah I was just exactly. not to interrupt standing you. Tall, standing tall, put a smile on. That's not to interrupt you, but the whole smile thing. Right. Um, and I, I agree. I've heard that. I've heard those, those, those facts and studies before the, the one I wanted to add, what I wanted to add to it is that the impact on others, just like you were talking about with the wrestling match, you know, you, you, you're dragging ass, you're both dragging ass, but you're the one running back to the middle and you're the one smiling and laughing the way there, the yeah. impact it has on the other people, the other person, or there are other people around you. In that instance, it's, you know, it's hopefully it's an intimidating, right? Impact yeah. on that other person. But, you know, what is that impact? You know, just, just yesterday, was it yes? Yeah. Yesterday, or I think it was yesterday, the day before I was walking the dog in the late afternoon and there was this girl, coming home from school and she she just didn't look happy you know and I said hey how are you how you doing and I'm smiling and a dog's like you know doing his thing and (laughs) you know a smile came on her face you know and and just that I mean it's so simple that could make or break a person's day potentially oh yeah person's life sorry turn 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 it around no you're exactly right yeah you come up on a cashier you know towards the end of her shift or whatever and you just ask a simple question of how are you and you know you 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 put off good energy towards another person you know they could be counting seconds down just to get the hell out of there and now Mm -hmm. they're saying you know what you know i could i could i could stick around here another five ten minutes like things aren't that bad you know so yeah it's just it's that ripple effect yeah exactly um, i was just going to say and then that ca- that carries forward you know you know exactly you, you smile at that clerk right and and then who knows you maybe you've made that moment for them or maybe made that day then they go home instead of going home pissed off and miserable because they hate their job maybe even hate their life 
they have that that you know that picture in their mind of oh yeah that smile that you know they they that compassion that love and now what's the impact or what's the what's the engagement they're having with their kids and their family and and their partner or their spouse i mean it is a 100% or at least has the ability to become 100% that ripple effect yeah oh without a doubt without a doubt and that's where you know as your topic people are fuel i kind of went into who do you surround yourself with? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of took it into, you know, the, the high octane or the diesel that, you know, you put that in your gas tank and you're going to run at full potential. And, you know, a diesel truck, you put, you put good diesel in there, maybe throw some conditioner in there and you're going to maximize that engine and you're just going to go forever with a strong strong powerful engine now on the the opposite you know you're surrounding yourself with with the bad gas or you know you got water or dirt in that gas you put that into the the tank then and you 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 have just multiple problems you got poor gas mileage you're gonna have multiple components break down and you're just gonna be sitting stagnant so you know, that was just kind of a comparison, I thought, just right off the bat there. But it, it, it all applies to the people around you. And I, I like to keep my 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 little pool around me of just those that are going to constantly inspire me and motivate just to be a better human in general, mm-hmm. not a better athlete or, you know, a better coworker or anything, just across the board, just solid. And then, um, you know, that, that again is the ripple effect. If I'm able to feed off them, they're usually going to feed off me then, you know, and if you allow just that, that toxic exposure, you know, the person that is like Joe was talking about in his clip there, you know, you know, he, he was at some point, some people he's motivated, like, Oh, I could change this person. But then, you know, come back and same attitude, same, you know, piss poor attitude. And it's like, okay, well, now you're just bringing me down. So something needs to change. And it's, you notice that when certain people can even walk into a room, yeah. you know, that everything changes, you know, it's a positive attitude and just negativity can kill everything. You know, and it's harder, I think it's harder to have the positive overcome the negative, um, vice versa. You know, negative walks in and that's just buzzkill. So it's, and I think we have choices to a certain extent of who we allow in and who we don't. You know, if somebody is really just having, having that toxic influence, you got to be aware of that. And then how are you going to change that? Whether it's creating distance or, you know, you trying to have, have a positive influence on that person, but that's just kind of, you know, you, you pick and choose the people around you. And I've I've told Tanner this and the the common saying is you you don't want to be the smartest person in the room and you don't want to be the best player on the field. You know, you want others, you want to be around others that are going to push you and to be, to just to be better. If you're the smartest one in the room, you got to find a different room. Dude, it's crazy because I use that today in a meeting. I use it in a a little different context, meaning that if I'm the, meaning if Mike Ubald is the smartest person in the room, we're all screwed. Run, Uh, (laughs) run. couple things to unpack there because there you you you're hitting on some of the same things that I hit on uh, all right you're hitting on some of the same notes that I put down but going to the people around you you know the I think you've definitely heard this and I'm sure the listeners out there have heard this you know you are you know you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with right? yeah I like that one I like that one a lot and I've always I've always thought about that and I you know and I've thought about that, you know, current state and then, you know, historically. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you, your mind, your mind goes to areas where like, all right, well, I don't surround myself with a lot of millionaires. <laughs> yeah. 
That's okay. not a bad thing. Okay, I'm okay. <laughs> I didn't say we didn't say richest. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's the thing, right? Because that's I think there's a default there that you know uh, it's the it's that whole money thing versus what you were talking what you, what you hit on is about you know what what's the mindset of the people that I'm surrounding myself. How am I growing from these people? You know, are these are these the people that are making me happy or and fulfilled and satisfied with my life? And then you know those down moments that I have, or you get into that valley and you think back about, all right, who do I spend the most time with? Like, yeah, you know what? I'm okay with this. I'm okay yeah. with this because these these are the people that 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 fuel me. You know, and and yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that I'm doing the same for them and and fueling them. Um, the 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 dude you were the, talking about that one that he was talking about the loser that the the loser person, and yeah. he goes when I when I see a loser that's a you know a 43 year old dude that's living with his mom and he's laying on the couch and whatever and I'm not trying to paint somebody into this picture, but he goes that person was a baby right. And that baby yep. basically got shitty nutrients, right? Yeah, exactly. and it leads to you know that those shitty nutrients and the nutrients is the people that that baby was surrounded by. Unfortunately, you know a baby doesn't have really much control over that, um, but it's that programming, and that programming leads to certain behaviors, and yep. then those those behaviors, well, you surround yourself with people. Those people influence your behaviors. They, they influence your programming and that leads to you behaving the way you're behaving. And, yeah. you know, you kind of touched on this, right? Cause you said it's, I think this is exactly what you said. It's, it's harder to have, uh, it's harder to have the positive overcome the negative. Is that what you said? Something to that effect? It's harder yeah. to over. And that's what I can. That's a question I wanted to kind of dig into is can that person or can we, can we be changed? Yeah. Yeah. Well, from a baby. Is that, well, is that well, and here, from here's, like well, here's what the upbringing. Here, here's where I came. Here's where I came because I was, you know, the programming, right? Because you know, there's, there, you know, I've talked about my transformation over the years and how I've been consistently now working on, but we do it every day. You and I are, this is the world we live in and the life we live. We are constantly trying to reprogram our minds just to become better. Um, some, sometimes to a fault, maybe. Uh, and, <laughs> to, uh, to extremes. Possibly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's I, I see I see, it's the whole thing Joe Joe Rogan was talking about you know you see this person and you see that the person is hurting and you see that this person you know you you want to impact change or influence change on this person um, but I mean we we can't that person has to do it it's up and, to them yeah it's up to them to have that desire Right. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think more often than not, they don't, they don't want to change. Yeah. You know? or, they're, I, they're scared. Yeah. There could be a lot of things. I don't want to sit here saying that we think people should change. I mean, if people are happy the way they are, I think that's fantastic. But, you know, more often than not, I think people, I mean, there's just, there's statistics out there that, you know, you got, what well, I don't know what the number is, but I've heard like 80% of the most people are, aren't happy in their job. You know, they dread Monday yeah. mornings. It, they hate, they hate, I mean, shit, you know, I just made a change. Why do you think I made a change? Because I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So you make a change. Well, well, there's a quote too that I tied in with this, and this is perfect right now, was um, most men live lives out of quiet desperation. Mm. You know, and that's, 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 that's big, it, but, and it, I think it's so significant because it, of the truth that it has, you know, and that's, that's really unfortunate. Um, and maybe some don't know that they are living those lives and, and not changing, but if others are, you know, aware of it, like you just said, you know, 
you were aware of it. You don't want to live life that way. So you change something, you know, and you, you have the power to do that. But others are just, you know, we've talked about the comfort zones and stuff of, you know, the, the fear of getting out of that comfort zone and going into the unknown, even though that this quiet desperation is um, that's, that's their world, but they know where they're at at least, you know? And so therefore they're, they're not happy, but they are comfortable in that. And that's, that's just, that's a, I just feel that as a, it's a sad way to go through life because life is short. And if you're spending, you know, decades in that kind of state, you know, and you do have the power to make a change, but decide not to, because you don't know what's out there, even though something out there can create a better life. It's just not worth going towards. So that's, that's, I mean, that's the real deal. And yeah, with those numbers, that many people just not being happy. And it's, I mean, I think even like, like just, um, I don't know now with the pandemic or if this was before, but it's not cancer, um, you know, suicide, all that. It's like people are pretty much dying with just from pure loneliness right now. So it's just, it's mind blowing that there can be a world where, you know, you're in total seclusion because you chose to do that. And, you know, the, the, the depression and everything is so powerful. You are literally in a jail without, and you have a key though. You have a key to the jail you're in, but you choose not to use that key to get out. So I don't know how we got down this tangent, but. Well, uh... there's, 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 (laughs) there's metaphors in there, right? Because it's, it's interesting. You're talking about this or we're, we're bringing this up because I've heard a couple of stories where, you know, that, that whole loneliness, um, you know, you're talking about kids at school, right? The kids are away at college, right? Uh, and they're actually on campus, but they are, they are almost to almost literally locked in their dorms or locked in their apartments because there's, there's no sports going on. They can't participate because there's now we, you know, we being the public, we see like the NCAA basketball and football and wrestling and the, and yeah. the major sports. But you talk about some of these, like Ivy League, they've had no sports going on since last last since the shit went down with the pandemic. Now, I would also assume they also don't have the other extracurricular activities going down. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, clubs and the... intramural yep. stuff and whatever you know, chorus and singing and all that stuff. So you have these kids that can essentially be on campus right but they're in their room they're in their dorm they can't leave you know because there's this lockdown and they are alone you know because they don't have a they they may or may not have a roommate or roommates you know yeah so okay they have one person or two people or a couple people but it's the same people you see every day day in and day out and our life has come to, you know, uh, Zoom calls or, or, you know, or team calls or whatever, you know, the virtual meetings. And yep. there, there is that, that level of loneliness. Um, but, and I'm trying to dig for the right words here because, you know, yeah, you might have people around, right? And you might be able to have a conversation with somebody on a telephone or a FaceTime or a chat or whatever the case may be. But the reality is that ends. Okay, so that moment of happiness that you're feeling, right, having, having that phone call or that FaceTime with that person, that ends. And then the reality sets in because now you got to go back to your, your, uh, your sheltered life, you know, and it's, yeah. it, it's, it's that little bubble you're living in. So uh, and I, I, I think it even that occurs, Brian, even without the pandemic going on, there's people going through life like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it was pre pre Corona <laughs> pretty much of, you know, people going to work, 
you know, doing their thing, having that exposure, like you're saying, but then returning back to their, to their cell pretty much of, you know, just seclusion. Mm. So yeah, it's, and it's almost sometimes that interaction can almost be worse for, you know, like, like say the college student that is just trying to make their way through their, their college year right now, you know, that little bit, that little teaser of socializing can almost be worse. Cause then they have to return to their, you know, single dorm room yeah. for the, for the rest of the evening. And then it just makes that more impactful of, Oh, yep. It's just me, myself and I here. So it's, it's a tricky, tricky time. That's for sure. Well, he was hitting on it, right? He, he kept like at the beginning, he kept classifying it. It's, it's a manage, management issue. It's a management issue. You know, the whole, yeah. you know, how do you be happy? It, it had, how do you, it's, it's management. You know, so in those situations, you know, you have to, and that's the thing I, I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing for words or struggling for words here because it, it truly is, you know, how do you, how do you take that feeling of happiness and satisfaction from that FaceTime call you're having with your family, right? And move it through the process of, or, uh, a sustaining that feeling throughout the day when you're going to your quote unquote, you know, cell, if you will. And that cell could be a metaphor for, uh, you know, whether it's the lonely dorm room or whether it's the, the bad relationship you're in or, or the bad job that you're in, whatever the case may be. Yeah. You know, how do you sustain that or, or quote unquote, again, manage it through the process. And I, 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 you know, what I've done, what I've done through the years is, you know, I remember this, Brian, I remember this, I'll share this story with you. I don't know if I've ever told you this one, but uh, I was going into my sophomore year of high school and I was at uh, a Penn State wrestling camp, a two week intensive camp. So I wasn't, uh-huh. I wasn't going to see my, I didn't see my parents for two weeks. Uh, my family, my friends, I was, you know, I was on campus for two weeks, basically yeah. getting yeah. The, the shit kicked out of us, which, um, and I think it was like the Friday after the first week. So it was the end of the first week and I called my dad and I was talking to him and I was down and I was down. I, I you know, I, I wasn't having fun. It just, it just, I was not quote unquote happy. Yeah. Uh, and I shared this with them and, you know, this is, this is something, uh, something I carry with me a lot. And it's something I share with the girls too, when they're having those down moments and something I reflect back to. Uh, and I share this with them. He's like, so what, you know, what does make you happy when, you know, during a day, what does make you happy? And I said, I, you know, talking to you guys talking to my family now i don't i don't know if that was the answer he was looking for maybe he was looking for <laughs> you know getting shit out of people and wrestling yeah, you know? yeah. he's like really <laughs> but it was i'm spending all this goddamn money on you. <laughs> uh, i said it's talking to you he's like okay well look forward to that every day look forward to that moment keep in mind that moment that hey i'm gonna get to talk to mom and dad at some point during the day that's awesome and that that moment where you talk to us then you have okay i know tomorrow i'm going to get to talk to mom and dad you know so what i carry through with me is you know in those moments where i'm not there i'm not at that nine or ten level you know where i'm feeling shitty which is more often than not right because we're not always up there i'm thinking about what's that thing that's going to make me happy, whether it's seeing the girls or seeing Robin or spending time or having dinner or making dinner or having the pot, whatever that might be for that day. I'm thinking to that. And yeah, sometimes it's waking up in the morning and yeah, I, 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 I can't wait to get, you know, to my quote unquote office, even though my office is like 10 feet away from where I sleep. Uh, but you know, some days it is that, but I guess my point being is that find something that you you get to look forward to each day and whatever that is, that's awesome. Use that, use that. I think we talked about this last week before. Use that as your, as your motivator 
to, yeah. to, to, or stepping stone to happiness. Yeah. Just man. And that's that management part, you mm-hmm, know, man, mm-hmm. manage, manage your day to have that, you know, end goal at the end of the day, you know, that that's truly going to make you happy, or it may just be, you know, starting your day off. I know if I started day off with just movement of some sort, then mm-hmm. that can dictate that can change the whole day right off the bat, you know, cause I've definitely had those days like today. It's like, I just jumped straight in a truck just because of the time of the morning it was, but you know, it's something is off on those kind of days. It's like, Oh, I didn't, you know, and I'm not saying run 10 miles or anything, but just simple, get on the floor, move around, you know, a little light yoga session. You don't even have to be on a mat type deal. Mm -hmm. Like just doing, just getting your body moving or maybe just reading for some people, you know, just setting an early alarm to where there is a sacrifice. But if that is going to set you up right for the day, then, you know, a 30 minute earlier wake up time just to be able to ease in and enjoy a cup of coffee while you read a book. Yeah. Like if that, rather than waking up more in a fight or flight and just trying to, running late in the morning, hustling through. And then, you know, that dictates everything around you. And then again, going back to those around you, you know, the other people are going to feel that anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're starting your day off stressed and feeling like you're running late and all that, then you show up, you roll into work and it's obvious <laughs> other people are going to feel that as well, rather than, you know, if you can kind of come in with more of an even keel kind of mindset, you know, everybody, you know, there's, there's better conversations that can occur. If you got a smile on your face, like we talked about, then, you know, that, that can set everybody up around you. And then you got a strong team working your way through. Yeah. There's, there's, there's just a better connection that people feel, you know, when you walk in the, when you walk into going back to what you said when you walk into a room and you're smiling versus frowning or flustered uh yeah that energy that energy flows that Uh, body language oh yeah oh yeah and people people get that now that could you know that could certainly be managed again going back to going back to what we talked to but i wanted to i want that kind of leads into one of the other things i had written down is uh you know uh mindset leads to happiness your mindset yeah. leads to happiness. And I, I wrote... I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Do you? Do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I agree with that. But for some reason, I, I caught that. I'm like, okay, mindset leads to happiness. But wouldn't... I'm thinking there's something that comes before that leads to the appropriate mindset that gets you to happiness. And I think that has to go back to that, those shitty nutrients or those good nutrients, which also goes back to who you're surrounding yourself with. So it's kind of like yeah. a chicken, chicken and the egg, right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because, yeah. you know, I could, I could be in a shitty mood and walk into a, 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 an environment, right? And everybody in that environment's at that nine and then they just saw their spouse and now they're at 10 and everybody's freaking <laughs> shooting rainbows and riding unicorns, yeah, you know, exactly. but my yeah. mind, my, but my mindset is shitty. Right. And then I'm surrounded by all these people and I'm like, well, I don't want to be the odd person out here. I want to be happy too. And then all of a sudden my mindset's changed because my environment's changed or, yeah. or did my mindset change because the way I saw the environment changed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Am I making any well, sense you, there? You change your environment and then therefore the mindset shifted and equal sign happiness, you know, cause if you were say your mindset was off and you were not happy and you go into a room of just downers and then that's just going to instigate and fuel that fire, which is not, not a good thing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's the environment or, I mean, the mindset would awareness 
even come before that. Um, yeah, because now I'm oh, thinking. Of, I'm thinking about how many times. I mean, how many times do we actually have control over our circumstances and our environments? And your environment, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can walk from one room to another, sure, but it it just like just like what we were talking about before, the people that we surround ourselves with, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes the people that we're around all the time, you know, they are people that are close, they're family. I mean, they could be spouses, they could be children, you know, they could be parents, you know, that are, are cohort, whatever the case may be, there's people that you have to interact with on a daily basis, right? Uh, that could be just, you know, just not happy or miserable human beings, right? But we, I don't want to say we have to, but we've made a commitment, right? Whatever that commitment might be, the commitment to the job, the commitment to the marriage, the relationship, the commitment to being a parent, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we've, we've made that commitment, but so we, we are kind of, um, handcuffed, if you will, in in our our quote unquote environment. So yeah. we have to, I guess, we're going to have to change that mindset for ourselves. Now, because it's very likely that we can't change their mindset. We can't make them happy. You know, but you may may have tried. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. And you're not you're not going anywhere. So yeah. Yeah, but that's all the uh, that awareness, I guess. Like being aware of this is my environment. I am stuck here to say the least. And I have two two roads to go down right now of you know, continue on my personal pursuit here of maintaining good attitudes, positive energy, or am I going to allow these people or this person to bring me down to their level? Right? So that's your mindset in motion right there. And what's, what's the, what's the product going to be, I guess. Yeah. Cause you gotta, I mean, uh, you can change the environment, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like a cheesy joke, even, you know, you throw something out, see what, <laughs> see, see what sticks. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking a little bit more dramatic than that, because like, say, say you're just, you're, 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 you're in a relationship and that person is just miserable and it could be a marriage of 20 years. Right, yeah. and you could have kids involved. You can change that environment. You can get divorced. You can get separated. You can move on. That's a hard thing to do, right? But you do have two choices. You could make that decision to 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 you know uh, separate yourself from that environment. Yeah, or you could change, or or you could change that mindset, right? Yeah, and and say, okay, I'm committed to this. I want to make this work. So I need, I need to be the better person here. I need to change in my mindset. I need to grow from this. Now, yeah. There, I don't, there's, I don't know what the right is because it's all dependent upon your environment and you as a human being, but there's certainly people that make the decision to, to sever that relationship. And there's other people that continue to try to work at it. And I think, I think uh, there's, there's, there's right and wrong in both of them. Exactly. And Bear agrees. I think so. I think, yeah. Well, he might disagree. That's why he's barking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hold the phone here. So I'll let, I'll let him out. So a little hiatus here, folks. I got to let the dog out because he's barking at something. And he's just going to go get the UPS he, no, guy. He's just going to run outside and bark at somebody probably outside that's, yep, there you go. <laughs> hey, here, hey, so, so, predict, hey, so predictable. <laughs> We'll just leave it be. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, see, I had, I'm, see, I, mindset right here. I could change my environment or I could change my attitude. Change your environment. Exactly. Exactly. Just don't kick the dog. Nah. You're good. <laughs> nah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, it, and it comes down to, you know, how committed you know, would, do you want to be and, you know, rolling up the sleeves and, you know, changing that environment or, you know, is it, 
it, did you already do that? You know, and things just constantly cycle back to that same point. So, you know, it's, and then physically, sometimes it takes just physical, physical moving of yeah. that environment in order for things to really change and grow and, you know, you know, get the, the other side, you know, it's grass is always greener, but you don't know sometimes until you're, you're in that other yard to see if that statement's really true, you know, and, and shifting physically shifting your, um, your environments, you know, sometimes that that's what's required. And then working on that same problem, just in a, a yeah, a I mean, but location. I think I'm circling back to that, that, the point where he was Rogan was talking about, you know, how he's wanted to change people. He just, you know, those pe the people have to want to change, you know, you know, it's like being, being yeah. the parent, right. You know, you, we want to help our kids so much and, and you want to avoid being the helicopter parent. And there was the other, what was the other one terminology used? The lawn lawnmower. <laughs> Where in some instances yeah. you just have to yep. kind of let them figure it out themselves, and I think I was I was listening to a, a podcast. I don't know if it was today or yesterday, and it was talking about you know the twelve steps with with you know actually you know what it was it was the one you sent me yesterday. It was with the the two Navy SEALs, Chad Wright, right? Um, oh yeah, yep, yeah. Chad and Wright, he was he was uh, talking. Yeah, yeah, he was talking about clear and hot. He yeah. was talking about Andy his wife. And uh, Chad Wright was talking about his wife, who was a, a yep, an abuser. She was a, a drug addict, and he, he at some point he yep. kind of, you know he was just because he was he was going on deployments and coming back, and you know he was spending more time away than he was at home, and you know he he came home and he was figuring out trying how do I deal with this? How to? one day she just came to him and, and said, I need to get myself clean. And he knew he, he, he couldn't necessarily yeah. approach her or push her, you know, to seek help. It had to come. It had to come from her. They got to, got to hit that point of intolerability, from right. You know, um, to, 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 yep. you know, you, there's that whole, whole saying, right. You got to hit rock bottom. Um, and I, I, I mean, I, I won't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, to I, make a change. I've, I've been there. I've, I've gotten to that point, or at least very, very close to it. And I wish there was some way of, you know, people becoming more aware of that. I guess that's the that's the the process they have to go through, right? You know, that whole, you know, they they have to yeah. they have to get to that point of intolerability where they make that change, and you me or anybody else ain't gonna ain't gonna expedite that 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 fall you know we can't throw them we can't push them down they got to do it themselves exactly yeah and well it's a, that, that saying uh you can lead, lead right. a horse to water but you can't make them drink it you know as as much as you want to try and, and and force and push and prod and pry you know it's it's sometimes there is some things that are out of your control, you know, until that person has that awareness level. And, you know, once, like you said, that desire for the change has to come from them sometimes. So, I mean, all you can be is almost, almost on standby at some points mm. and just wait and hope that that, yeah, that would I, I happen. I think it's, um, I think it's, exactly that right and and to go one further beyond them making sure that they know that whenever it is that they get to that point we're here I, i'm i'm here when you when you get to that point yeah i'm here to talk about it i'm here to support you i'm here to love you i'm here to walk that you know walk that journey with you and i think i think that's important because it goes <laughs> freaking circles back to the beginning of the the podcast where you know we are not alone in this fight and we're not alone on this journey um and i think i think going back to the whole change thing i think that's where where people get, get maybe that's where they you know where they're most uh, fearful because they think they're going to have to walk 
person that walked the journey by themselves. Yeah. 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 And loneliness, that's, that is, that is a scary place to be for, for most people. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Some seek it out and then others that's, that's their worst nightmare right there. You know, a cold, dark hallway. (laughs) But yeah, and it's well, even going back to like, you know, that's that person was somebody's baby. You know, if, if that, I guess if, if there's ill feelings on somebody else that you disagree with or dislike, or, you know, just even seeing a homeless person sitting on the curb or sitting at an intersection and everything, and you, you might have that natural reaction. But if I think if people could start almost, keeping that saying and in the back of their mind that can i think bring more compassion alone i think to the world you know it's like ah yeah yeah like that oh that guy look at that guy you know you know i can't believe he's just sitting there or whatever like that guy is a dick on the phone it's like well that guy that guy was somebody's baby you know and what kind of upbringing did he have to lead him into this position now where he's, you know, having this attitude. Yeah. That's the compact. Yeah. That's 100% so, that compassion okay. part. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely as I've gotten older, I've become more aware of it. And that's a perfect example. You know, you look at, you know, you look at, you look at the person on the street that's, that's homeless and has a sign and, you know, uh, he, Oh, I mean, it's there, get yeah, a job. Get a, you know, <laughs> no, absolutely. That's like some people's reaction, like I think it's hey, more often than not. Well, you know, I've been yeah. guilty of it. You know, look at this. Look at okay. It. Oh man, come on. And then there's other times where I'm giving them their food, yeah, giving them the leftovers and walking and walking down the street. You know, hey, here you go. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I think there's, I think there's important lessons to show, you know, show you the kids, right? I mean, she. In those situations, do we, what's, you know, what's the right thing to do? And we're kind of going all over the place here, but do you show the compassion, right? Or is showing the compassion basically indicating to the kid that, hey, listen, uh, you know, uh, you're, you could get a handout no matter where you go. Don't worry about it. You could do nothing and you're going to uh, get anything you want. But that's not the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If co- if college doesn't work out and you know you don't, you don't get a job, right. it's okay. But you know you're gonna but the you're fact gonna of get the matter is, is that some, person uh, intersection here. You know you hear more often than not it's 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 somebody that was typically in the military that came over and they didn't get the help that they needed. Now don't get me wrong, there's people that that um, don't do the right thing, you know. They, 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 they want yeah. the easy way. Yeah, they exactly. want the handout. So, you know, it's. Yeah. Poor decisions and, and at some we, point in time. Absolutely. And, so, I mean, I'm not know, saying. Things evolve. I'm, I'm trying to be politi- politically correct here, but everybody, I think, gets, gets kind of where we're coming from. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's, you know, telling them to go, go get a job. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, well, it may be a little more complicated than that. You know, it's, it's, well, first of all, the application doesn't state it, but like your underwear needs to be on the inside of your pants. Like that's just a starting point for like the issues going on. Like there's, there's deep stuff going on and just simply getting a job isn't necessarily going to be the, the oh, yeah. solution yeah. for this yeah. guy. I mean, so, but but he was somebody's he baby, was. you know, just remember that. So, yeah, but yeah, that was yeah. a, that was a good, no, I think good little have, run there. gone deeper on that, <laughs> that last point too. Yeah. Seek, that could seek be lessons a, and seek difficult tasks. That's one of the things that Rogan said. Seek. Exactly. Difficult tasks. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I, I think that that's huge, I think, too. I mean, that's that could be a whole other show as well. Like just, um, you know, not, like don't be afraid to fail and by seeking, you know, 
to, to, to struggle is not a bad thing all the time. I think those, and that's kind of going back to who you want to surround yourself with is like those that, you know, can, can dare greatly and not be afraid to fail and almost seek out struggle from time to time, because that, that is where growth can happen. And, you know, horizons are broadened, you know, that kind of, that kind of mentality, um, that, that is all, that's what motivates me at least when I'm seeing other people, you know, just going out there and not having to brag about things too, you know, it's just going out and doing it. And some of the greatest things that these people are doing, well, we don't, they we may don't, not even we don't talk hear about. about, we don't hear about the but true struggles, in, man. I mean, listen, we're, I keep using this, man, because I, I'm starting to reconnect with people I haven't talked uh, talked with since, uh, you know, <clears throat> the pandemic came around. And you start you start hearing the stories and other people that uh-huh. are really struggling. And, uh, you know, they're like, Mike, what has, you know, what's your struggle? Like, I mean, I've been inconvenienced, man. Knock on wood, I've been inconvenienced. But, I mean, listen, think about it. Life's tough. We're all struggling in some way, shape, or form, Right some obviously much 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 more than others yep um you know and it's going out i I don't want to necessarily say we're going out and seeking to to struggle more we're not we're you know we're we're not trying to make things more difficult life is difficult as it is without us going out to to make it harder but I think it's just, you know, being able to put yourself in a position to challenge yourself. Like, like you've talked about a lot of times, you don't sign up for a race because you know, you're going to finish it. You you're signing up for yeah. the race because, or you're, you're going into this journey or adventure or this, whatever you want to call this endeavor, because you know, it's a possibility that, and it could be a very, very high possibility that you're going to fail, you know, and that's okay. That there's not because you are going to struggle. You are going to, you are going to get kicked in the teeth. And you know what? I want to see what I'm made of. I want to see this. Um, and, and not to pat myself on the back and, and not to, you know, brag about it, but I, who am I going to be when I come out to the other side? And I might not, might not be the quote quote unquote finish line that might be only a quarter away through the race i just want to see who i am yeah exactly yeah it doesn't have to be that finish line point is where all the answers are you know it's it could be very well the process of the whole event is is that learning experience where you truly are finding out what you're capable of. Yeah, that's where, but if you're not willing to, to struggle, you know, then those, those lessons may never surface if you're not willing to, to change things up, you know, and even changing your environment from, if you're, you know, as a metaphor, content and happy on your treadmill in your climate controlled room, shifting out into the under the trails, you know, that's, that's the great unknown for you. Then you're going to find out a lot about yourself within those few hours. And and we got a house full here and Timber's still barking at something. When you, (laughs) are you outside? Tanner. No, I'm inside. Tanner. Tanner, keep your dog busy. No filters, folks. Okay. No filters. There, I've walked into the kitchen with a, a puppy staring up at a, <laughs> an oven top of meatloaf and green beans. So I think I may have just avoided disaster. Definitely avoided a struggle there. <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been a struggle. <laughs> Try to be happy. I'm gonna keep well, a smile there on you have right it, now. Folks. <laughs> we, I think I think uh we started we started on a good uh, on a good 
track and then things kind of got went all over the place but i think uh it was all for a good cause yeah no doubt we end up getting to the point eventually (laughs) that was that was good yeah exactly well it's just you know a free flow see where see where things go start off with a simple simple little title there and uh that's what we do let her her rip i think that's kind of what makes it relatable because we don't we we i don't want to say we don't have a plan i guess we have a topic going into it and we always have thoughts about what we want to try at least hit on but the the conversation evolves and i think that i mean at least from the feedback we get that's what people kind of relate to um agenda yeah yeah exactly yeah there's no set questions and agenda it's you know that's not that's not how we operate so right it's not how the podcast is gonna flow <laughs> and we got we, yeah, have we, dogs have, we have dogs to, uh, i didn't have i didn't have wife and kids but definitely dog today uh a couple dog so it's not a podcast yeah. if uh, timber and bear don't get a word in edgewise Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. It's not real then. Something's All right, brother. Right. Go, uh, <laughs> go and sh- you two go ensure well, that your, uh, enjoy your weekend. Beans are safe. Yeah. Tanner never even came up. So better uh, double check. I got Taylor got on the ch- job. You got the now. chief. Get some responsibility there. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta right, bring man. in the have the a good have now. a good weekend, brother. <laughs> All right. Yep, tell the family we said hello. Goes, and, Peace uh, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Later. All right, yep, much later.